Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Football Prodigy with me, Charlotte Fletcher, and my um, amateur mom. Hey, I am a professional mom. I'm not talking about your mothering skills. I'm talking about your football knowledge. Well, anyway, I am Holly Fletcher, and enjoy our podcast. So how are you doing, Charlotte? I'm doing fine. I mean, like, it's nice being off school, I guess. Yes, but there's no new programming on the NFL Network. Yeah, that's true. If NFL Network, if you are hearing this, please, like, put more content on because, like, I'm enjoying your draft shows, but we need more, like, live shows, okay? Well, honestly, I don't know how you watch that hour today anyway. They just, like, pretty much say the same thing over and over again. No, they don't. They talk about various different things, like we are going to be doing on this show. Yeah, whatever. I mean, how many times can you say, like, oh, the number one draft pick's going to be Joe Burrow? Well, but that's not talking about the rest of the draft, you know. Well, anyway, there it gets a little bit. 31 other picks. <laughs> I just, you know, frankly, I just, I don't think it warrants watching it, like, two hours a day, as you do. You just don't get the art. Yeah, the microphone doesn't pick up on eye rolls, by the way. Well, sorry. Yeah. Well, I'll say it then. Eye roll. In parentheses. Parentheses, <laughs> eye roll. <laughs> okay, fine. Is that going to be a thing? Like, you're just going to say eye roll? Like... Parentheses, eye roll. <laughs> I can confirm that there was indeed an eye roll. So. Well... Let's get to the football stuff, people. Today, we are going to be talking about the 2020 class of quarterbacks, which is deeper than most people care to mention, but because most people are talking about the wide receiver class when they're talking about depth, but the quarterback class, in my opinion, is pretty deep. I project four, four-ish quarterbacks going in the first round. In the first round? Yeah. Four quarterbacks in the first round. Yeah, huh? I don't know about that. Anyway, we'll be ranking the top seven or so prospects in um, a tier list, and the ones we will be ranking are as followed. So in case you guys are living under a rock, these are our prospects. So we have Joe Burrow, the LSU Tiger, won the Heisman Trophy. Um, and the and National the, Championship. And the National Broke Championship. Broke the Heisman curse. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And apparently has small hands. It hasn't stopped Donald Trump. That's true. I bet he's Donald Trump's favorite quarterback in the class. Yeah. Oh, I bet you're right. Also, I just... Anyway, we. I think the small hand thing is kind of... Eh, that's like that's like 10 years ago. Nobody cares. Yeah, I guess so. Alright, next quarterback is Tua Tagovailoa. Tua Tagovailoa? Tua Tagovailoa. You're going to have to break that down. Tago by Loa. Uh, I don't know. I don't think we can say that. Okay, we'll just say Tua then. For right. short. So, Tua, Tua is an interesting one, I must say. The Alabama quarterback um, famously stepped in in his freshman year to win the national championship against Georgia, um, but um, and has been a great quarterback ever since. Yeah, but he keeps getting injured. Yes, that might be true, but 
this is why he's interesting, because some people are comparing him to Dan Marino, Aaron Rodgers, and Drew Brees, and others say he's the biggest risk in the draft. I personally think both are true, but that remains to be seen. Alright, who's next? Next is Justin Herbert um, from Oregon, and he's the guy everyone's calling the smartest in the class. And he's... Is smart really a thing with football players? I thought that's not really well, he, a thing. W- he did win the academic Heisman. What I hear he's a straight A student. Oh, he got straight A's? I hear. Yeah, I don't know. Another eye roll. He's smart, he's smart, and he's... I just don't know if that's an asset for a football player. Another eye roll. Go ahead. Parentheses, eye roll. So, the last game of his college career, he won the Rose Bowl, beating Wisconsin. Next quarterback is Jordan Love from Utah State, and many of many of you may be wondering, who the heck is Jordan Love? I didn't I even know who. Who the heck? <laughs> and many of you didn't even know Utah State even existed. I didn't. I thought there was just a Utah. Well, the best song to describe Jordan Love is "Into the Unknown" from Frozen. Because oh, are you gonna sing that? I mean, I would rather. <laughs> if you must no, into the unknown. Oh, that's pretty good. Into the yeah, unknown. No! Okay, okay. Into the unknown. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. Okay. That's good. Um so the reason I say this is because first of all, most people had never heard of Jordan Love before this whole draft process, and second of all, he has a very high ce- ceiling but a very low floor. So you kind of you know He's been compared to Patrick Mahomes a lot, so he has a big potential, but he can also end up really bad if he's in the if he's in the wrong scheme. So, into the unknown with Jordan Love. All right, our next quarterback is Jacob Eason, who most from Washington, and most who most people describe having a cannon arm or a bazooka or a bazooka or like a or a howitzer like a howitzer or something like that. Big guns. Or like a Nerf, you know, ultra blast. <laughs> the big guns. Very big guns. He can make every throw on the field and, like we said, has a very, very big arm. Probably the biggest in this draft class. Next is um, Jake Fromm from Georgia. And um, he's an interesting one because while he had a very good college career and, um, crushed the hearts of Oklahoma fans in his uh, freshman year. Don't like him. Don't like him. Yes, we are both Oklahoma fans, if you did not know. If you did not know. Yes, beating us in double overtime. Was it really? It was double overtime. Which which game was that? The one where Baker was sick. That was double overtime? That was double overtime. I do not remember that. Double overtime. See, I tend to have football amnesia. Like, as soon as it's over, like, I can't tell you anything that happened. <laughs> Double overtime. So he's yeah. an interesting one because... Surprised I lived through that game. How am I still alive? Because at Georgia, while he did win games, he kind of relied on, I guess, the short passes. Doesn't have a huge arm, unlike Jacob Eason, but can still make um plays. He's a winner. I love how they talk about 
Kobas with like a huge arm. It makes me like, it gives me like an image of like a person <laughs> with one arm that's like dragging the floor because it's like massive and they're like walking around with like a arm dragging or everywhere. Is that oh. what you think of when you hear that? No, I kind of just think of a really muscly arm. Just one though, right? Mm, well, the other one is equally muscly because they're both muscly. Well, I wonder, why don't they have one arm that's just like massively bigger than the other one? You just, that's not how human, humans work. But they're using the one arm, like, okay, okay. more than the other now, arm. Moving on, moving on. I and think our, this is an interesting discussion. Okay, and our final what quarterback on this list is one that Mom and I both hold very close to our very hearts. Very close. Jalen Hurts from Jaylen Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts from Oklahoma. He's our boy. He is. He is. We adopted him, like, yeah, legally. Yeah, we adopted him, yeah. He has not been informed. Yeah, he's not been informed. Um, but he, um, we have petitioned the courts. Yes. And uh, he'll be joining his um, brother, Baker, Baker Mayfield, and his other brother, brother Kyler, Kyler Murray. Murray. We have triplet OU quarterbacks in our family that we have legally adopted, and yet none of them know that. Yes, that is so Jalen, the biggest, the he's famous for um, coming in in the SEC championship against Georgia, stepping in and winning the game for Alabama to send them into the Wait, playoffs. Wait, did you say he was Alabama first? Yes, he oh. transferred. Okay, just want to make sure the people know. So he started at Alabama. And he was he got, awesome. He got yes, he, he was awesome. He got benched for Tua. Tua took over because Nick Saban is evil idiot well and i don't know if he's an idiot but he's evil okay yeah he might he's probably very smart but he's evil and um if you need further proof of that just search up like nick saban gifts or just google satan and his (laughs) his picture will pop right up yes i promise go try it go try it right now yeah so the so he then came in for tua in the sec championship and won them the game Year, the year after he transferred to Oklahoma and had a phenomenal season and was the Heisman runner-up. And when most people talk about Jalen Hurts' good qualities, it's the intangibles that come up first. He's tough, he's a winner, he's a competitor, he's a leader, and yeah, he's and he's athletic. Those are the main top qualities that come up when you think Jalen Hurts. Now, me and Mom will be revealing our tier lists for the quarterback class. Yeah, I just want to say a couple more things about Jalen Hurts for the people. All right. So, again, this boy was amazing, lost his job, lost his job to this other person whose name nobody can even pronounce. Yeah, he and Pete Buttigieg Um, should get along very well. Yeah, you're right. Oh, my gosh. What if each of them, like, what if they each had a child that got married (laughs) and then they hyphenated? Tag Tagaviloa Buttigieg. That would be like the best name ever. I love it. Anyway, so he loses his job to this young person with an unpronounceable name um, because Nick Saban is evil. Yes. And does he like be like a diva about it? Does he like go pout? Does he like be bashing Tua no. like behind the scenes? Nope. That's what I would do. I don't know. That's what I would do. I would have a very bad attitude. But does he have a bad attitude, Charlotte? No. He does not. He does not have a bad attitude. He is supportive of Tua. 
He never says anything bad about anyone, even Nick Saban, although possibly that's because he would be afraid for his life. Yes. As they all are on that team, I think. Yeah. Don't you think, Charlotte? I agree. Um, no, he just has a great attitude, and then he Tua gets injured because that's what Tua does. Yeah. And then he goes, he, they put him back in. He wins the SEC championship like a champ. Yeah. And he's just an amazing guy. He's yeah, an he amazing is. guy. And he has very cool hair. Yeah. He and shaves little things in his hair. And he can mm. squat 600 pounds, if you oh. did not know that. That, he is not getting injured, unlike some people we know. Yeah, he is, he's, despite being very athletic and physical in his running style, he has not gotten injured, I don't think, in his high school or college career. And he runs a lot. Yeah, a lot. So, anyway, I think you can tell who our favorite is, <laughs> maybe. But we're going to be objective in our analysis, isn't yeah, that right? Yeah, because just because he's our favorite quarterback in this draft class doesn't mean he deserves a tier one or two, tier two spot. All right, all right. Okay, so we should now rank them, you say? Yes, by tier. So right. tier one, tier two, tier three, and possibly tier four. So if we need there's that. two. Okay, all right, all right. You go, go, you will start with, should we start with tier one? All right, so my tier one is Joe Burrow and Tua. I think Joe Burrow is, he, he, he broke the Heisman curse. He had a phenomenal season, phenomenal season, um, last year, and, um, and I think he will be the number one overall pick, and Tua, because his ceiling is so high, he can be a Hall of Famer, because he's been compared to multiple Hall of Famers, like I said earlier in the show. So I think that Tua has great potential to be a Hall of Famer, but it's risky because he because he could get injured a whole bunch. But in terms of quarterback skill, I think Tua is right up there with Joe Burrow. All right, so I'm going to agree with you, obviously, with Joe Burrow. Okay. Um, although he is kind of – he's kind of thin. I don't – really thin people, I just tend to – He's 6'4". Yeah, but he's thin, and like, I don't know. I don't think you should have be a have a quarterback that looks like maybe a stiff wing could blow him over. No, I that's just think me. he's a little thin. I don't. I think generally, I don't like people being too thin. No, I. You mean like Lawson? No, just adult people. Kids can do whatever they want. <laughs> like just adults. So I no, I think I think he's a good size for the NFL. Not that size matters that much. Yeah. As proved with Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield. Yeah, okay, so and Russell you're right. Wilson. Size is a, I'm, I'm not, like, height is one thing. I'm just saying. I just don't like people being too thin. Okay. It's just a thing of me. We get it. Yeah. Move on. The small hands thing, I think, is just dumb, you know? <laughs> small hands is a small hands do. Like, you could have, you could have teeny tiny hands... Um, but if you can do, like, piano players, for instance, they say, well, yeah. you, if you have stubby fingers, you can't play the piano. But then, if you, let, don't say that. Like, let's say you have stubby fingers and you can play the piano, then you can play the piano. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I it's get the same thing kind of with height, too. Yeah, so I agree. So I feel like if the person performs, then who cares? I agree. And also a, um, a funny tweet from Joe Burrow, he's once... He got his hands officially measured. He it's built, so weird that he, they do that. He's like, he's like, uh oh, I better think about. Re- he, he sent out this tweet and he's like, uh oh, I better think about retiring because of my small hands. Hmm. 
Yeah. Looking at retirement options now. Yeah, that's just funny. So, obviously, I agree on him, although he just, he only had that one season of really good Yeah, I agree with play. that. I, what was he doing at Ohio State? He was, he lost the job to Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, and, and then, so I'm not, maybe it was just a good coach matchup for Could him. Be. And he was at LSU in 2018, and he didn't have that good of a season. So, I don't. I don't know. He had a great season last year, but yeah. it could have been arguably the best season in like college football history. Well, and he broke the curse, and he broke which the means curse. he also has some sort of spiritual powers. Apparently, so that could help him. But I don't know. Would have liked to see more than just one season, but I'm still I'm going I with agree. you there. Now I do not agree on Tua because I don't like him, Ooh. but <laughs> Ooh. no, I'm just kidding. He seems nice. I'm just. If someone's out there, he's a good guy. He seems like a nice person, but I just I don't like what happened with Jalen. So I kind of that was mostly Nick Saban's fault, by the way. You should be blaming yeah, him. Yeah, I do blame him so, about everything. Wait, I blame him for this pandemic. So you're saying by the way. that's you're, Nick Saban? <laughs> that's who's created the coronavirus. So you are saying that Tua is not in your number one tier? No, because I'll tell you why. It's not because of Nick Saban. It's because he keeps getting injured. Like, he's been, he's had serious injury. Don't look at my notes. This is, like, supposed to be a surprise <laughs> for you. Um, he's, he, he, he's had serious injury after serious injury. Like, not just, like, a tweaked ankle. Like, serious, like, he needs surgery. And I just, I don't know. I think some people are just kind of fragile. That's like, true. a little, like, like, like crocus Carson flower. Like or, Carson like, a little... Wentz. Like a little glass, little vase, or something like that, or like a little baby bluebird egg. Wow, that's one I have not heard. Comparing Tua to a vase instead of comparing him to Drew Brees, Dan Marino, or Aaron Rodgers. Well, just an NFL comparison I have I mean, not you, heard you yet. You could a be, vase. you could be like the a best vase. player ever, but then like you get tackled and like you have to have a surgery every time you get tackled. Like you know, that's just. That's not very cost effective for the so, team. So, well, so we obviously know that Tua is not in your first tier. Is there anyone else besides Joe Burrow in your first yes, tier? Yes, yes, of course. Ooh, let's see it. You know, I'm very high on this Justin Herbert, who I had not really heard of until you told me about him like three days ago. Yeah. But since then, I have Googled him, and he sounds amazing. He's just got all the physical um qualities um that's true and you know he can he can run he can throw he's consistent he just sounds like physically all around amazing and then the the negatives against him are just really that people mention are just kind of lame like someone said he had a sheltered upbringing sheltered because he came from a small town i'm like who, who cares? Like, you're on the football field. I like, will, who cares where you grew up? All right, let's, let's, I'll give you some actual good negatives about him. I like Justin Herbert as a prospect, but he's just not up there for me with, like, Joe Burrow and Tua are elite. They have potential to be Hall of Fame caliber quarterbacks. Yeah, if Tua doesn't, like, if you know, Tua doesn't get injured, somebody. if Tua doesn't get injured, he's the biggest like a, risk in the draft. You know, like, a, the football, like. 
bruises him or something. So the but Justin Herbert, I agree. He has a lot of good qualities you like. He's athletic, physically, he's got everything you want. The intangibles are awesome, outstanding football IQ, and he's just a really smart kid all around. Did you know after he retires from the NFL, he wants to be a doctor? Oh, really? Yeah, he does. Uh, he's the Heisman, the he's smart a- guy. The academic Heisman winner. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, again, I'm not, I don't know um, that that matters too much in uh, sports, but. Um, so he's got, and he's got a big arm. He's got, not as big as Jacob Eason's, like I said before, but he's got a big arm. Um, he's dragging it around on the floor. <laughs> not that big. So, um, the... He doesn't trip on his arm. Okay, so, he has a big arm, but there is two things I would like to point out with Justin Herbert. With Justin Herbert, you kind of know exactly what you're getting, unlike Jordan Love, where you, like, there's so much potential, but you could, you don't really, you're kind of sticking your hand in some fog right now, until it clears up. You don't want to stick your hand in fog. So, the... But I will give you two solid points for Justin Herbert. So I have another Frozen song for that relates to Justin Herbert, and that's Let It Go. Uh, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. So I say let it go because Justin Herbert just kind of needs to he, – he, a lot of people have criticized him because he's kind of like, like – Robotic. He's not like a natural thrower. He needs to just like cut it loose sometimes and just let it rip instead of like thinking about it and like. So he kind of looks sometimes like kind of like a robot, but mm, sounds like he just needs some therapy. So he, so I say ju- Justin Herbert. One number one, you just gotta cut it loose, let it rip. That's when you're at your best. Just. Let it rip, people. The Do Beyblade. Three, the thing I read two, next to one. Let about it rip. Someone complained that he's, like, quiet and, like, whatever. Yeah, that's I'm like, didn't we go through this with Kyler? Do you remember people last year? Yeah. They were like, oh, he's just quiet. I mean, Kyler Murray is, I, I mean, let's just be honest. We love him. He's mm-hmm. a member of our family. Yes. Legally, even though he doesn't know it. Yeah. And uh, But he's he's a little bit boring. He's not exactly a dynamic individual. Um, and guess what? Did it matter? No, it did not matter. Um, so I just, that's a dumb, that's a dumb question. Yeah, but the- what is Chiro doing? This is our dog, Chiro. And he is not, you know what's happened, Charlotte? What? Chiro has gained weight on this pandemic situation. And he is now too fat to jump up on the bed. <laughs> That's what I think is going on here. <laughs> Chilo. So, uh, he's, he's managed to get on the bed. So. Okay, so. Right, continue. Yes, my second, uh, it's kind of two criticisms of him. Well, besides the one I just mentioned. But they're kind of encompassed into one. That's inconsistency and accuracy. Like I said, when he when he lets it rip, he plays really well. But when he doesn't let it rip... Sometimes he doesn't play so hot, like the Arizona State game that he that um, Oregon lost, by the way, to get OU in the playoffs. So oh, so we do like Justin Herbert extra amounts because of that. Because <laughs> he's inconsistent. Because he lost yeah. when we needed him to lose. <laughs> yes. So, so he just needs to like when he when he doesn't. So th- for that reason, when he doesn't let it rip, he's 
he he's not very good, but when he lets it rip, he's great. So it for that reason, he's also inconsistent in addition to not letting it rip sometimes. And then also the accuracy, like like Justin Herbert, he's he's has decent accuracy, but it's not elite accuracy like Joe Burrow and two other elite accurate passers. Um, Justin Herbert can improve on the accuracy side of things, so that's why he's in my tier two. Um, speaking of tier two, I will reveal the other quarterback in my tier two. And oh, wait, so you have Justin Herbert in your tier two? Yes, Justin Herbert okay. is in my tier two. Alright, so I have him in my tier one, you have him in your tier two. Yes, so the, my tier two is Justin Herbert, which I just mentioned. I like him, I'll, there's a lot of upside as a prospect. But there are also some things, like, that are, that, like, there are also some clear things, like he has inconsistency problems and things like that. But the other quarterback in the tier is vastly different from Justin Herbert in the way that, like, with Justin Herbert, you know exactly what you're getting. Because he, he doesn't have, he's not a very high-risk guy, and but the reward, say, isn't as high as, um, Jordan Love, who is also in my tier two. I think Jordan Love has higher reward than Justin Herbert, but less risk. Or, I mean, sorry, higher risk. Um, I think they're kind of opposites in, yeah, they're opposite. It's like yin and yang. Like, with Jordan Love, when you pick him, you're, you're navigating through fog to get to the ultimate bounty of gold and treasures and Patrick Mahomeness. Is that who he's compared to? Yes, often, actually. He can make off-the-platform... Does he have cool hair? No, not cool hair, unfortunately, but who knows. Um, He can make off-platform throws. He can move around. He's got a a pretty big-sized arm, not... He's, like, super tall, too. Isn't he, like, 6'6", or is that someone else? Um, I know Jacob Eason is pretty tall, but I I would believe that he's pretty tall. Oh, no, it's... Yeah, you're right. I think he's pretty tall. I mean, I, I haven't heard any complaints that he's Of course, short. I'm pretty tall, and that... <laughs> For a woman. That doesn't... That hasn't really gotten me anywhere, Yeah, so. I guess so. But you're, n- but you're not an NFL quarterback, so... Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, like, 40... 40... There's 50? a few... There's a few... Op- what? <laughs> <laughs> you're so mean. Uh, there's a few obstacles in my path to becoming <laughs> an NFL quarterback. You're older than the oldest player probably in the league you know never say never so i think so if so some i know a lot of teams they have it they have flip-flops some people think justin herbert's better others think jordan love is better just because there's a higher ceiling with him and he can be i think he has the potential to be a patrick mahomes type player and i think already patrick mahomes in his young career, has accomplished great things already, and I think he is a future Hall of Famer. Um, wow, that's so quite a. Um, oh, you're saying that about Patrick Mahomes? That, saying that about Patrick oh, Mahomes. Yeah, that's not a tough call. And so, but then, yeah. So. Okay, so now is that your? Do you have the two tier two? Yeah, that's my tier two. Right. Is so Justin Herbert, Jordan Love. I'm gonna disagree because. Yes, I assume you're putting two in your tier two. Yeah, I'm going to put Tua there because even though he's like a fragile little eggshell that he's <laughs> made out of like air and whatever, I don't, anyway, I can't, 
come up with a good metaphor for how strap, you know. Maybe they could, like, put some bubble wrap <laughs> around his pads. <laughs> you know, he could have, like, the pads, and then he could have, like, a layer of bubble wrap. <laughs> or, oh, they could put him in one of those big, Yes, um, the soccer those, bubbles. Those things. The bubble soccer Yeah, things? those sumo yes. balls. <laughs> and then he could just, like, go down the field like that. And he's oh he's a good enough passer. I bet he could pass the ball in that thing. Do you think? <laughs> like one of those sumo suits. He could yeah, like, probably. and then he wouldn't get injured. So probably. So anyway, maybe a team will consider that. Um, but uh, so I'll put him in the tier two because uh, obviously he's talented. If he can just Very. not get he, smashed, he's a hall of famer in my opinion. If he can stay healthy. Yeah, that's a big if. I'm not I'm not convinced of that. Yeah, he's. He's and even then, so I don't have um, Lo- Jordan Love in the tier two because oh, interesting. I mean, I just you don't like the risky quarterbacks. Well, I just had never heard of him, and I've never That's heard of good. Utah State, and I've barely heard of the state of Utah. Um, I mean, you yeah, know, it does have the lowest population. Do aren't they a the lot of Mormons there? And do Mormons <laughs> play football? Is he Mormon? I honestly don't know. Just, mom, like, the anyway. I just I don't know about that. He, um, the, a lot of people say that. So Jordan Love did have a significant drop off last year because he lost a whole bunch of offensive weapons. He had a new head coach, and it's impossible to not be better. To, well, when you I hadn't lose heard of much. him before he was at his best, even. So I'm oh, just, I think he's a first rounder because of his potential. I think. See, if you see what Patrick Mahomes has already done in his, like, two years in the league, he won an MVP and a Super Bowl MVP, like... I don't think people squandered, like, millions of dollars on potential, but that's just me. Um, so anyway, so I'm putting, actually, um, because this is, I'm not, I'm not unbiased, I'm just gonna put Jalen in the tier two. Oh, of course Because I like him, and because what do I know anyway, and it's my choice. Okay, so I I hate to bash on Jalen, but I I think he has potential if he lands in the right spot. I think he can be he can I think he's so versatile that even if the teams decide like, oh, he he's not good enough to be a starter, he should be a backup, then they could still backup quarterback then you can still use him as like different positions, like blocking. I bet he'd be an outstanding blocker because He's physical and he's tough, and that's just that's that's something you look in a block for in blockers. Now he kind of lacks the size of a blocker, so I think and he who knows he could be like a tight end, wide receiver. He could be whatever. So I, I so but but the the problem is with Jalen is that he needs to he has actually probably one of the best feet in the draft. Like not just running, but like in terms of footwork. Um, I think he's made very noticeable improvements from the end of the season till now. He's raised his draft draft stock a lot. The Senior Bowl that was not his fault. The offensive line was horrible. That was their fault, not his. Did so, people recognize that though? Yeah, people recognized that. It was clearly, in fact, they because you know he was very popular down at the Senior Bowl because it was in Alabama. So oh, well, the Alabamans they all love Jalen because of his story and um that's the one thing I agree with Alabamans on. <laughs> I don't agree with them about anything else really. 
Yeah, like, so... at all. Yeah. I mean, so, I think... But he does need to improve with his timing and anticipation. And, um, I think he also needs... He had a couple fumbles when he was carrying the ball last year, and he might need to clean that up a bit, but that's an easy fix. But the main... I don't think that was a chronic problem for him, though. Yeah, I know. I don't think that was a big problem. That's why I say it's an easy fix. You just put some duct tape over it, and boom. So, um... But he does need to improve more as a passer with his accuracy and anticipation and timing. Now, in my research, my copious research, so that I could keep up with you at all, I read this one scouting report by that, who's this guy that I know? Oh, Charlie Campbell. Charlie Campbell. That I just have to, we just have to call him out. Yeah, because because it was was ridiculous. ridiculous. He claimed that Jalen was actually not nice. He had personality flaws. And that people didn't like him at OU and the coaches were happy to see him go after one season. And I'm like, who are you, Charlie Campbell? Yeah. Who are you? How does that explain Jalen came in and within like two weeks of being on the OU campus, he was already a captain. Like, how can, if he was, if they didn't like him, then how was he a captain And also, does someone with personality issues behave like he did at Alabama when Tua took his job? Exactly. No, I bet Charlie Campbell is projecting. If someone took Charlie Campbell's job, Charlie Campbell would probably, like, break (laughs) into their house and, like, squeeze out all their toothpaste on their clothes or something like that, you know? Um, So, Charlie Campbell, I don't know what your issues are. I think you need to talk to someone about it. Um, But you clearly are projecting and you need help yes i agree that in fact the first the literally the first thing on like i said before the first thing that comes to mind when you think jalen hurts is the intangibles he's tough he's a winner he's great character he's a leader he's a a competitor in fact i he he's just such a good overall guy and he's and he's just, and he's the type of guy who can improve rapidly, as we have seen from the end of the season till the scouting combine. Very much, a lot of improvement as a passer. And I think wherever he lands, if he lands behind a veteran quarterback, say, like in Pittsburgh behind Ben Roethlisberger or in uh, Oakland under John Gruden, I, I believe he can develop into a good starting quarterback in this league. Okay. That's my second tier, and then obviously the rest are in the third tier. So that would be Jacob Eason, Jake Fromm, and Jordan Jordan Love. Love. So I agree with you, except mine is Jacob Eason, Jake Jake Fromm, and Jalen Hurts, because I, like, like I said, I like him personally, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not biased. You're, you're not biased. You're saying that I'm biased. I'm saying that you're well, you're yes. si- you are biased, but you aren't making your decisions according to your bias. Well, yes. You know what I say you are? What? A traitor to your family. Because he's a member of our family. <laughs> he doesn't know that, but he is. I have to make I have to make decisions as an analyst, not as a um, family person. Okay, yeah. That's the difference between you and me, I suppose. Alright, so we've already talked about... You know, about I would choose... I would put you in my top tier. You were in the discussion. <laughs> With Joe Burrow? Yes. Yes, I would. I guarantee you. Right. Why else do you have a mother? Okay, so. Moving on. I We've already talked about, I we've already talked about Jordan oh, Love, and I 
I disagree you put him in the bottom tier because I think he's a first rounder for sure. And um I disagree that Jalen is a first rounder, which I think tier two is first round is like a first rounder tier. Okay. So But we I, agree on Fom and Eason. Yeah, let's talk about those guys for a little bit because we haven't talked about them yet. So Fromm and Eason, take your pick. Which one do you want to talk about first? Um, Eason. Eason. Tall guy, super tall guy, very Ooh. strong. Very strong. Can really throw the ball. Howitzer, cannon, bazooka. He's, he's got that big arm, another one Rocket of those people launcher. that has an arm dragging along the floor because <laughs> it's so big and so, like, massive. He's a rocket launcher. Yeah, he's like Popeye with the arms, only yeah. he has only one like that. The other one's yeah. normal. Yeah. So, you know what would be cool? What? Is an ambidextrous quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is ambidextrous, I think. Are you serious? Well, he's thrown with his left hand before. On one like pass. well? On one pass, he completed it, yeah. No, what I'm talking about is someone that throws, like, you don't ever know play to play. Like, he just picks an arm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you know there's people that are not left or right handed. I know. They're the very amb- rare. And what if one of them became a, a quarterback? Yeah. Would that change things? Speaking Would that make him, like, a secret of, weapon? Speaking of hands... I know, I personally think it's better to be a lefty, but a lot of people think it's worse to be a lefty. Tua is a lefty. Tua is a lefty, indeed. And I think that's an advantage for him, because most defenses are not used to seeing left-handed quarterbacks, mm-hmm. so he kind of keeps them off guard, I guess. Mm-hmm. And But it is an adjustment for his receivers, because the ball kind of comes in at a different angle if you're throwing with your left hand, yeah, but that that's sense. an easy fix. Easy fix. Yeah. All right, so Jacob Eason, big, what's the downside, though, is he doesn't seem to have the accuracy. The accuracy. And or the ability to sort of scramble. scramble. Yeah, he's an in-pocket passer. Probably because that arm is, like, dragging <laughs> the floor. Like, yeah, you can't really scramble it. <laughs> with a giant arm, I'm... Is that joke getting old? Kind of, yeah. Okay, you need I'll to stop. stop. Yeah, <laughs> mom jokes. <laughs> so, you, like, because... He, he just, I think he would be a great fit with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because all Bruce Arians want to do all day long is throw the football down the field, which is what Jacob Eason is all about because his arm is so huge. And um, he can sit behind Tom Brady for like a year or two and learn from the greatest of all time. And <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Okay, who do you think is the greatest of all time? Uh, well, not Tom Brady, because I don't like him. Well, I don't like him either, but the fact is the fact. The f- these are the facts. There you go, being all objective again. Will, I mean, you are classified as an amateur mom on this podcast, so. Ouch. I'm the prodigy, you're the amateur. That is really harsh. Well, sorry, you're way harsh on me, saying, like, oh, no screen time, no screen time stops at nine. I have ever restricted your screen time for more than, like, a week. (laughs) You know I'm, like, the worst. I have, like, no rules and no methods. So, actually, maybe I'm an amateur mom, also. Yeah, maybe. Okay. All right, so that's Jacob Beeson. Pretty much all you have to say about him is he is a whatever you want to call it, fill-in-the-blank arm, bazooka, cannon, nuclear, howitzer, atomic bomb, rocket launcher, NASA, astronaut, thing, (laughs) thing, Apollo, Mm, 
something like that. Alright, the last one is Jake Fromm, which I think is a very, he's a very interesting prospect, in my opinion. Because he, I think personally, he should have stayed at Georgia one year, because, one, well, his last year, his senior year, because I think he would have benefited from that, and he could have got the national championship that he didn't get, because he came up short in, in, a, in many seasons, so... Um, I think he would have benefited from staying at Georgia his senior year, so, but, other than that, alright, so now let's talk about him as a prospect. What do you think, Mom? Well, as you reminded me, I don't like him, because he beat Baker. (laughs) But also, like, I remember him, in 2018, I remember hearing his name, like, oh, Jake Fromm. I really didn't hear anything about him last year. I think he kind of fell off. He did because he 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 lacked weapons around him. His receivers were constantly getting injured and suspended and whatnot. So he kind of had he didn't have the best wide receivers and that kind of caused the drop off and that's part of the reason why they didn't get into the playoffs because they lost to South Carolina early. If you remember, I was, like, screaming with joy. I was like, yes, they lost! Now OU has a better chance of getting in. So, I think Jake Fromm, because I have, I've seen him play before, but I haven't really, like, I didn't do a whole bunch of research on him. You probably did more research on him than me. No, so. I didn't. Because <laughs> I just, yeah. No. So, I think he's, he's kind of a, he's kind of Mr. Checkdown from what I get because he doesn't have a huge arm. He kind of has a small arm. Do you think he's going to go ahead of Jalen or not? Uh, no. I think Jalen goes ahead of him. Mm-hmm. I think he will be, out of all these quarterbacks, he will, the, the ones we discussed he'll be the last one picked. Okay. Alright. Well, I think that pretty much covers that topic. Do you, well, do you want to say any more on Jake Fromm? Does he, I don't really have anything else to say. Based on my research, it sounds like he's more of like a good Smart quarterback I agree. versus like yeah. a physical quarterback. I agree. So I think in the NFL, you kind of have to be physical. Yeah, it, he has to be in the right scheme. If he's not in the right scheme, it won't work. So mm-hmm. it all depends where he lands, as with most of these prospects. Like some of them, it, it doesn't really matter where they land, what scheme they get into, doesn't is irrelevant because they're just that good, like Joe Burrow. And Tua, in my opinion, um, but with others, they, it kind of has to be the right scheme. Yeah. All right. So, so I think that wraps it up. Huh? Yeah, that wraps up this edition of NFL Prodigy. And no, no, football prodigy. Get football your, prodigy. Get your title right. Sorry, I. We're new at this. Yeah, we're new. Football so, prodigy podcast. Football prodigy. And her amateur mom. mom. Yes, with me. So make sure to catch us next week. And Are we going to do this weekly? Gosh, that's, that's going to be a lot of work. Well, you, that's, I, well, I say we do it next week. So make sure to catch us next week. Um, We'll just say next time. We don't want to commit. Well, yeah, true. Next time, um, so, yeah, we'll probably, and we will be talking about the very deep wide receiver class next time. Oh. Oh, good. Then we can talk about my favorite, my other. We have a lot of adopted children in this family that don't know they're adopted. It's 
kind of getting out of hand. So we will we will do the we will discuss the very deep wide receiver class and, and just how many will go in the first round and who is the number one wide receiver. See Next time on NFL Prodigy. And her amateur mom. Bye bye.